0: From the University of Puget Sound, it's What We Do, a weekly podcast about the innovators, teachers, dreamers, and performers of Puget Sound and the stories behind the work they do.
1: Hello, Chuck Luce here, your host for What We Do. This past summer, I interviewed our new president, Isaiah Crawford, several times, preparing for an article you can read in the autumn issue of Arches. What follows are brief excerpts from our conversations— You will hear President Crawford talk about how it was that he was recruited out of the classroom into college administration, what it was like for a Midwestern urbanite to come to the Pacific Northwest, and the challenges of being a college president these days. I began by asking him what he loved about teaching college undergraduate students. I
0: love being with the students. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the interaction. I I love that moment still when the light bulb goes off, and you can see it in a student when it happens, or when a student gets really engaged with something, it's, it's very gratifying. And it's just, I've even described it to some, it's almost like a little spiritual moment when you kind of see that happen uh-huh. with, with a person. Yeah. And so I just really enjoyed that part of it. Um, I enjoyed the demand of trying to do that well kept me motivated to stay informed and current in my field both the teaching and the research but you know I I was that kind of faculty person that I never wanted to be, I didn't want a student to ask me a question that I didn't know I didn't have some framework of an answer to be able to offer you know so I was uh, overly prepared for a lot of things but it it was great It, it helped me I think be confident in myself in the classroom and it uh also helped fuel the research that I was looking to
1: do. We then moved on to how it was he got involved in college administration.
0: Well, you know, the provost job was the next job after being dean. And uh, I think one of the, the things that I did come to appreciate with each successive level of responsibility that I was given was um, the um, the breadth of impact, arbiter of change you could be with each additional Mm -hmm. level that also came with the additional responsibilities but also with the additional sensitivities and enlightened understanding of the limitations that are also associated with it and so you know as I was fortunate to be given opportunities to serve in successive leadership capacities um, you know I was able to have some levels of success and I would be encouraged to consider trying the next level and so I would have folks that would encourage me to give thought to that, mentors that would mm-hmm. and talk with me about what's next, that sort of thing. So the move out here to the Pacific Northwest, I guess, was a collective decision between me and, and, and Kent, um, but it was the next right right thing, I think, for us to do. feel very blessed to have been um, invited to come out to Seattle University to serve as their provost. That all worked out magically. Just to give you an example, we were, <laughs> we decided to drive out uh, to Seattle from Chicago. We were driving down the road, and all of a sudden, no embellishment, this bird commits suicide. It just flies right into the car. I mean, like, like dive right into it. Boom! Yeah. <clears throat> it startled us, right? And then all of a sudden, we hear this... And it feels like we've thrown a rod or something in the engine. And it appeared... What ended up happening was the bird hit the wheel well of the car, and it broke off a piece of the fender that was then rubbing up against the tire. So we pull off the road, look in there, and kind of figure that out. And we were like, well, we're out in the middle of nowhere. It's like Montana or something. And we're like, well, now what do we do? Like, we need something to kind of hold back the fender. A couple of yards away, it's just electrical tape. Electrical tape. I, and so we used that electrical uh, tape to pry that back and pin it and tape it back. And we were able to yeah. drive to the nearest town to get that repaired. Unbelievable. So they just seemed like, we're meant to be out here. Enjoyed the work as provost. Was uh, very fortunate to have some fantastic colleagues there. Both um, uh, fortunate to have a fantastic president and Father Steve. Good members of the cabinet, at mm-hmm. faculty, I was well received there, great students, very earnest, hard working, and so I, I think, you know, we were able to do some very good work together there, um, you know, I, again, didn't have the opportunity to work as directly with, with students as I otherwise uh, had as dean. But just the nature of the job was such that that was uh, not, not as possible. But you know, I tried to do as much as I could to stay in contact with students. I would try to, for example, uh, I would uh, make sure that I had lunch with a group of students, regular students. I would ask the, my colleagues in student affairs to uh, set up uh, lunch meetings mm-hmm. for me with a group of 10 to 12 students. We would sit and just talk and you know, I would want to know what's going on with them, how they're finding their lives then, uh, at the university, what they wanted me to know, um, what they want me to be attentive to, and then I could also ask them some questions as well. can flow some ideas out from them as well. And that was, that was very, very
1: helpful.
0: Mm-hmm. Is that a practice
1: you think you'll continue here? Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes, very much. With colleges facing so many huge challenges these days, I ask why on earth anyone would want to take on the job of college president, and did he think that leading a liberal arts college was different than leading a large comprehensive university?
0: There's something to be said about uh, wanting to be part of a process to help advance and move things forward. I, I, I believe wholeheartedly in the power and the transformative nature of higher education mm-hmm. and, and just hold it very <coughs> sacred. And, uh, Believe it's important for all of us, and I think I particularly feel a, a calling here to look to try to um, advance higher education and to create opportunities for for others to be able to take benefit of it, and to uh, support and create opportunities for excellent faculty and staff to. Uh, to serve our country through being educators, scholars, and mentors, and supporters of the pursuit of knowledge and development of our, of our young people and of the brilliant minds that are out there. Uh, I think today it's particularly challenging. Uh, I, mean, I think the issues of affordability, accessibility, mm-hmm.
1: um, uh,
0: become ever more challenging. Uh, the economic divide that we're experiencing in the country um, Is adding a lot of pressures to that. Um, you know, we have some who now even question the value of a higher education, of, and I find that very dangerous. Um, and it's important to be able to kind of counter that and continue to help our communities and the nation recognize the important value. Colleges and universities, higher education, brings to our civilization, if not our democracy, you know, right. the, the effectiveness of a democracy is based on, you know, the the, the literacy, the um, understanding and appreciation of its citizens. That's how it works effectively. All of those challenges that I just described mm-hmm. earlier, I think they're hiding a little bit more for liberal arts colleges, right? Mm-hmm. I think you know, critics. Um, tend to be a little bit more enamored in looking at liberal arts colleges as perhaps being in a bygone era, if you will, uh, in there, because they're not as pre-professional or professionally oriented right. in the <coughs> nature of its, of its academic programming or its mission. Um, and I think that is also problematic. And uh, so I think we face that, that sort of uh, skepticism sure. to some degree yeah. uh, in some quarters Um, And that's an added challenge for us. But, you know, I think an institution that is exceptional, like Puget Sound, is one that withstands that um, very well. And as you know, our graduates go on to be educated deeply and broadly in a variety of areas, and they step very comfortably in a variety of professional areas upon completion of of the education that they receive here. We We also offer you know, professional programming um, to students through our graduate programs in a variety of areas. So, you know, I think we are an institution that uh, has a particular niche and place and we're important particularly to the Puget Sound region and the Pacific Northwest and, you know, we've established a national reputation and uh, look to continue to to thrive and that's my, my goal and hope and Desires to be here and be part of that effort to take the university to that next level of accomplishment and distinction.
1: Finally, we talked about how he is liking life in Tacoma so far.
0: Thus far, I've, um, again, just would want to reiterate just how warm and welcoming everybody has been and very, um, couldn't have asked for more and just feel very embraced into the community. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm enjoying... uh, drinking from the proverbial fire hose. and uh, so I'm just getting all immersed in, in all of that. A lot of reading. Um, and uh, looking forward to, to getting out and about. This is a year where I really want to uh, certainly do the, the mechanics of the, of, the, of the role and do the work that's here. But I really want to be out and about. I want to I want to meet with faculty, staff, students, and alumni friends of the university so I want to be out of the office as much Mm -hmm. as I can just to to get out so I can learn that people can learn about me engage me Yeah. yeah what we do is brought to you by University of Puget Sound join us next Wednesday for another story about what we do at Puget Sound and if you liked this podcast rate us on iTunes